Welcome back to the Hemingway List podcast. And Lewis here coming to you from far north Queensland. Lucky duck, Port Douglas to be exact. We've had a ripper of a first day, although we did get up at 3am this morning to get our Uber in time to get to the airport and whatnot. So it's been a heck of a long day. We're going to have a bit of an early night. Um, I liked this poem yesterday, the first one, Karina's Going Amaying. Didn't really feel like I understood it on the first read completely, just enough to know that it was kind of a, a, a romance poem. But Swim says the mama fishy says, Schmoop summary. It's May Day, and the speaker of the poem is trying to get his girlfriend out of bed and into the outside festivities. It's a party outside, honey. He tries to share to shame her into hurrying up, describing how the morning is already in full bloom and all the villagers are eating cakes and courting like nobody's business. There's no time for primping or prayers when springs are coming in. Besides, it's not like this kind of pleasure will just be around forever. Amen. They are in their prime right now, young, gorgeous, in love, and they should take advantage of the good weather to make love and play games, seize the day, Karina, because you'll be dead before you know it. True, well, there's something, there's nothing more pleasurable, though, than um, squandering that. You know those days when you, you are, I remember this from my teenage and early 20s, it's a nice day outside, and you're young and healthy, and everything's beautiful, and there's no better feeling than being like, yeah, but I'm going to stay in bed and just have that youthful sleep in. Um, to all the uh, to the virgins, to make much of time. Also from Schmoop. Um, Herrick was probably inspired to write to the virgins by a line from a Latin poet named Orsonius, who penned the following line: "Maidens gather roses." While blooms are fresh and youth is fresh and be mindful that your lifetime hastes away. Sounds familiar, right? Well, people weren't as picky about plagiarism back in the 17th century as they are today. Um, also, I should mention, I, I think skipped this bit, but apparently the Schmoop stanza by stanza analysis of Karina's going amaying is hilarious and worth a read. Um... Schmoop, always good schmoop. Acoustic Eel says, Bon voyage, Ander. I googled Port Douglas and it looks very tropical and relaxing. Very tropical and relaxing indeed. Thanks, Acoustic Eels. Appreciate that. Um, tropical's a good word for it. It's warm. Uh, even though, you know, by the way, we're in the middle of winter over here, but far north Queensland is tropical and warm and humid. So we're getting about 25 degrees-ish each day. Um, but it'll feel warmer than that because of the humidity. Um, and um, it's very rainy, kind of unseasonal. It's not really the rainy season at the moment, but getting a bit of rain. Lovely though, so nice to be up here. Acoustic Eels also says, as someone who has been getting up around 11.45 every day lately, I feel personally attacked by this poem telling me to get out of bed. I'm stealing Sluggerbed, though, for my personal use. Sluggerbed. Um, lovely. 
Good on you. Okay, so that's part one of Robert Herrick. I've already know. Well, I could be mistaken, but I'm quite sure that I am a fan of Robert Herrick just from those first couple of poems. So we read to a virgin last night and there's a series of two um, poems and we'll read through those today. There's five or six of them to, to this and to that. So the first one was called To the Virgins to make much of time. The second one was called, is called To the Western Wind. Sweet western wind whose luck it is made rival with the air to give Perina's lip a kiss and fan her wanton hair. Bring me but one, I'll promise thee, instead of common showers, thy wings shall be embalmed by me and all beset with flowers. This one's called Two Electra. I dare not ask a kiss, I dare not beg a smile, lest having that or this I might grow proud a while. No, no, the utmost share of my desire shall be only to kiss that air that lately kissed thee. Two violets. Welcome, maids of honour. You do bring in the spring and wait upon her. She has virgins many, fresh and fair, yet you are more sweet than any. You are the maiden posies, and so graced to be placed for damask roses. Yet, though thus respected by and by, yea, do I lie, poor girls neglected. To daffodils, fair daffodils, we weep to see you haste away so soon, as yet the early rising sun has not attained his noon. Stay, stay, until the hasting day has run, but to the even song. And having prayed together, we will go with you along. We have short time to stay, as you, we have a shorter spring. As quick a growth to meet decay, as you or anything, we die, as your hours do, and dry away. Like to the summer's rain, or as the pearls of morning dew, never to be found again. Two Blossoms Last one for tonight. Fair pledges of a fruitful tree, why do you fall so fast? Your date is not so past, but you may stay yet here a while to blush and gently smile and go at last. What were you born to be, an hour or half's delight, or so to bid good night? T'was pity nature brought you forth merely to show your worth and lose you quite. But you are lovely leaves, where we may read how soon things have their end, though never so brave, and after they have shown their pride, like you a while they glide into the grave. A little grim ending there. All right, folks, that's uh, today's poems. See you on the uh, subreddit, and I'll see you tomorrow.